Today is the 19th of January 2024. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget there is a Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way, or you simply want more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can simply follow the links in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's tell our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Blessed be you, most gracious God, that once again you've brought light out of darkness, and you've caused the morning to appear. Blessed be you, that you send me out, in health and in vigour, to the duties and doings of yet another day. Go with me, Lord, I ask you, throughout the day, and protect me from every evil that, when tonight comes, I really don't need to hide my head in shame. Lord, help me to keep the edges of my mind keen. Help me keep my thinking straight and true. Help me keep my passions in control. Help me keep my will alive and active. Help me keep my body fit and healthy. And help me to remember him, whose very existence was to do the will of you who sent him. Heavenly Father, We pray for all of this. Amen. 1 Samuel 4, verse 11 God's covenant box was captured, and Eli's sons, Hophni and Phinehas, were both killed. A friend of mine went to India. They were out doing some voluntary work, and one of the things that struck them, as it strikes most people, is how respectful... Indians are towards their cows. And this is because the majority of people in India are Hindu. And Hindus believe that the cow represents the divine and nourishing mother goddess. And so, literally, the cow is a sacred cow. And killing a cow in many states in India is both illegal but also sacrilege. And there are reports of people being lynched simply for the rumor of killing a cow. So you might be thinking, well, what does sacred cows have to do with our passage today? Well, our passage today is how the Philistines ended up getting their hands on the Ark of the Covenant. It gets captured because the Israelites take it from Shiloh, take it from the tabernacle in Shiloh, and believing that the Ark, or believing that having the Ark with them would give them some sort of power, they enter the battle carrying the ark with Hophni and Phinehas. Unfortunately, that's not the case. The Philistines went out. They, they encounter the Israelites. They become emboldened because they see the ark of the covenant there, and they have to fight hard, and so they actually beat the Israelites. And it reminded me that we cannot treat sacred things as some sort of good luck, good luck charms. And also how we re- ascribe special belief to things that we think are special or holy. 
if the cow is holy for Hindus, is a sacred item for Hindus, and the Ark of the Covenant was a sacred holy item for the Israelites, what is the thing that you ascribe holiness to, that you make sacred, that is only sacred because of the belief that you apply to it? I'm not suggesting that we don't have holy objects, though on the contrary. But as the people of God, we do not need them. We don't need idols or icons or, or special sacred holy things because we have a high priest who intercedes on our behalf before the throne of God. And so we don't need those things, even animals, to know that God is with us. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center ourselves on God. Then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read 1 Samuel 4. Heavenly Father, as we approach your word today, help us to hear it with your wisdom and respond to it with your grace. Amen. Our Bible readings today are taken from the book of 1 Samuel, and I'm reading chapter 4. And by the way, I'm reading from the Good News Translation. At that time, the Philistines gathered to go to war against Israel, so the Israelites set out to fight them. The Israelites set up their camp at Ebenezer, and the Philistines at Aphek. The Philistines attacked, and after fierce fighting, they defeated the Israelites and killed about 4,000 men on the battlefield. When the survivors came back to camp, the leaders of Israel said, 
Why? Why did the Lord let the Philistines defeat us today? Let's go and bring the Lord's covenant box from Shiloh, so that he will go with us and save us from our enemies. So they sent messengers to Shiloh and got the covenant box of the Lord Almighty, who was enthroned above the winged creatures. And Eli's two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, came along with the covenant box. When the covenant box arrived, the Israelites gave such a loud shout of joy that the earth shook. The Philistines heard the shouting and said, Listen to all that shouting in the Hebrew camp. What does it mean? When they heard out that the Lord's covenant box had arrived in the Hebrew camp, they were afraid and said, A God has come into their camp. We're lost. Nothing like this has ever happened to us before. Who can save us from these powerful gods? They are the gods that slaughtered the Egyptians in the desert. Be brave, Philistines. Fight like men, or we will become slaves to the Hebrews just as they were our slaves. So fight like men. The Philistines fought hard and defeated the Israelites who went running to their homes. There was a great slaughter. 30,000 Israelite soldiers were killed. God's covenant box was captured, and Eli's sons Hophni and Phinehas were both killed. A man from the tribe of Benjamin ran all the way from the battlefield to Shiloh and arrived there the same day. To show his grief, he'd torn his clothes and put dirt on his head. Eli, who was very worried about the covenant box, was sitting in his seat beside the road staring. The man spread the news throughout the town and everyone cried out in fear. Eli heard the news and asked, What is all this noise about? The man hurried to Eli to tell him the news. Eli was now 98 years old and almost completely blind. The man said, I've escaped from the battle and have run all the way here today. Eli asked him, What happened, my son? The messenger answered, Eli ran away from the Philistines. It was a terrible defeat for us. Besides that, your sons Hophni and Phinehas were killed, and God's covenant box was captured. When the man mentioned the covenant box, Eli fell backwards from his seat beside the gate. He was so old and fat that the fall broke his neck, and he died. He'd been a leader in Israel for forty years. Eli's daughter-in-law, the wife of Phinehas, was pregnant, and it was almost time for her baby to be born. When she heard that God's covenant box had been captured and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she suddenly went into labor and gave birth. As she was dying, the woman helping her said to her, Be brave, you have a son. But she paid no attention and did not answer. She named the boy Ichabod, explaining God's glory has left Israel, referring to the capture of the covenant box and the death of her father-in-law and her husband. God's glory has left Israel, she said, because God's covenant box has been captured. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about some of those words we've read today in Samuel. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray.
our prayer today. Taken from our Walking the Way prayer book is a prayer for those who live in care facilities, retirement homes, nursing homes, those sort of things. Let's pray for them, shall we? Lord Jesus, we come to you today and we ask for comfort and hope for those who live in nursing homes. Lord, may they know your presence and know you see them as precious and having your love in their hearts. Father, we pray that they are treated with dignity and respect. I also pray for the caregivers. They have such a hard job and so many times don't receive acknowledgement for what they do. Lord, may they know the importance and beauty of their jobs and realize that they are bringing you to the people they're serving. Give them strength when they become tired and courage when the job becomes stressful. May the people who make decisions regarding the money that nursing homes receive know that one day they too will be older. And we pray, Lord, that they would be sensitive to the needs and challenges of these wonderful people. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord this weekend. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.